All right, guys, I am very excited about today's episode. We have with us Carl Steib, who's going to talk to us about his dig to fly method, which is all about trying to work through particular problems we may have in any area of our life. And we're going to see an actual demonstration today of this method. So I'm super excited to have him. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from MelissaOatman.com. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the show today, Carl. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to learn more about this method. So why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and how did you come up with this method? So it's back in 2008, uh, I had a terrible job um, that drove me nuts. Um, stress was through the roof. Um, I worked uh, in marketing and I started a website called workhappynow.com. And so I, I think the, if the facts or figures are still correct, around 70, 80% of people want to leave their job. They're tired of it. They don't like it. Um, and so through that, I did a lot of research into happiness, a lot of research into work, how to build teams, and what most of the, the issues that people have are, starts with their mindset. And I think 99% of unhappiness at work, um, unhappiness in life can be solved through mindset issues. You know, if there's health issues, there's, you know, that's a separate part of this. But a big aspect of how people can be happier and how people can be more fulfilled and get more out of life is adjusting how they look at life and how they go about tackling the problems that they have. And so, I wrote a book called Bring Gratitude, uh, and this was back in 2016 when my father was passing. And I, as I was going through, uh, you know, this tough time, I realized through all my research that gratitude was a great way to kind of center myself and come back to who I really was. And because I notice myself complaining more, it's so easy to complain. It's so easy to blame other people. Uh, but when we own the situation and we say, you know what, I'm going to find even the smallest bit of gratitude, even if it's, you know, I'm stuck at a red light and I just want to be home. There's a tree outside my window. That's beautiful. There's a song on in my car, my phone and my radio that I'm really enjoying. Um, you know, I can breathe, you know, there are such simple things that we can focus on that help bring us back to center. And then we can do those things that really matter to us. And so it was just through just repetition, um, starting businesses that I started realizing I needed a tool. I needed a tool to help bring me back to center because people telling me just breathe didn't do the job. Like it was like, okay, great. I'm breathing. I'm relaxed, more relaxed, but my thoughts would immediately go back to the problem again. And this was, it's so tough to, to understand how to harness our mindset, how to decide where to put our focus because the things ping around our brain all day long. And if we just allow our conscious just to go from problem to problem to problem, of course, we're going to have stress issues. Of course, we're going to go to the doctor and, you know, have health issues because that's what we're focusing on. We're focusing on the problems in our life. And I think this goes back 
thousands of years, you know, we, we focus on problems like a snap of a twig in the forest and we better, you know, freeze, we better hide or we better run. And, you know, that is that stimulus that we need in our lives. But a lot of times we allow it to take over. And this process that I, I created allows us to, th to think through that, process it, and then be able to fly free again. I love that. And you're so right. Gratitude is really everything because without it, we could tend to focus on the negative. And I think our brains are naturally wired anyway to focus on the negative things in our lives. So it's a lot easier to focus on what's not going right and to go down that rabbit hole because then one negative thought leads to two, which leads to three, which leads to four. And then you're just now in this space where, okay, I hate life and I hate everything about it. Why am I here? Which yes. is easy to do, right? It's so easy to do. So I love the gratitude portion for sure. And I definitely believe in that. Um, so how then does your method build upon this, this idea of gratitude? So it's basically a five-part questions. And the idea is to dig deep. And like anything, like you have a illness, you have, a, you know, a disease, you have, you have to figure out what it is and you have to kind of extract it. And then when you do, then you're like, oh, I see what's going on. And this is the treatment that I need to apply to it. And I think the biggest part with struggle is you need to feel the struggle. That's where so many of us go wrong. We push away the struggle. We, we distract ourselves with other things instead of taking time to process it. Mm -hmm. And so um, it starts with just what's pinging around your brain the most. So do you want to try it? Do you want to go through it? Yeah, sure. Let's try this. Okay. So if there's something in your business, there's something in your life, it's taking up energy because this is the thing that you think about a lot. It could be health of a loved one. It could be health of your business. It could be, you know, dealing with your boss who could be a jerk, right? Yeah. Now, how do, you, how do you think about that and how do you process that? Well, it comes down to you taking time to think through it. And so what I if you have something in your mind right now of something that's pinging around your brain, do you have something in your mind? Yes. Okay. What is it? So I worry about my children uh, a lot about their emotional well-being, and, you know, they're 19. So they're on the cusp of adulthood, but they're not quite there yet. And they've had a lot of uh, emotional tragedy like loss in their life that they've been having to deal with so i always worry about are they okay or you know emotionally mentally yeah. and so when you have that going on like one it's important like yeah you want to be a good mom and then we have stories that we tell ourselves like well i need to worry about my children and I'm guessing your children are probably like, don't worry about me so much, mom. Do they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they want you to stop worrying so you can focus on things that, you know, can, you can truly do and take action on, right? So then the first question is on a scale of zero to 10, how important is this to you? Uh, 10. That's a 10. Yeah. Good. Because it bounces around in your brain a lot. Right. 
Absolutely. Okay. And so why, why is this such a big deal to you? Um, well, obviously I love them and I want them to find happiness. I want them to be happy. That's like my number one. And as a parent too, it's always been your job to protect them, to make sure that they're healthy and safe. And so that's another, that's like another probably portion of this that plagues me is I feel a responsibility for their safety and for their, uh, their health too. Good. Yeah. And that's a lot to take on. Yeah. Because you can't control most of that. No, no. So I this is, as I'm saying it, I'm like, I have no control over <laughs> Exactly. And it's pinging it around your brain. And you're like, wait, why am I putting energy? And this is the thing that I, I found is if you can, and, and hopefully through this process, we'll create a little bit of relief, but if you can release some of this and you have more energy because your brain takes up the most energy. So most of your calories go to your brain. So the more freedom your brain has to do things, that other things, you're gonna have energy to tackle tasks that maybe you put procrastinate on because you were putting them off because you allowed, you know, your brain to bounce this bounce around and worry about your kids. Okay, so that's the second question. First one's it's a ten. The second question is a why. The third questions are what are your expectations of yourself and your kids. This is a tougher one. Um, <laughs> I guess my expectation of myself is just to be there for them when they need me. And let me ask you, have you never, have you not been there for? Um, I, so I have, but we had an incident that happened last year. My daughter was in college and in the middle of the night, there was a shooting at her dorm and she was trying to get a hold of me. My son was trying to get a hold of me and my phone was, the ringer was off and I didn't realize it was mm -hmm. off because I'm a teacher. So during the day I turned it off so it wouldn't ring during class. And I guess mm -hmm. I didn't turn it back on. So I did not get their phone call and my son came in at midnight and at that point, they had already contacted their stepmom, so she had taken care of everything. And my daughter was upset with me because it was like I wasn't there for her, but it wasn't mm -hmm. a purposeful thing. It was that yep. my phone was not on. So, um, yeah, I felt like I failed in that aspect. Uh, now we're getting to the crux of it here. <laughs> I, this is, I, so I don't mean to get excited about <laughs> this, but. It, it sheds light on our, when we have expectations in life, a lot of times these things that happen on a day-to-day -day -day basis and what we expect of ourselves, it, this takes up energy too, right? Like, oh, I should, you know, uh, so my son just um, had a uh, upper endoscopy this morning because he's having stomach issues. And as a dad, I feel like I, I feel like I should have solved these, what's causing these issues by now. And I'm like, as, cause I go through this method myself and I'm like, oh, wow. Like I'm putting this pressure on myself to be a doctor. Like 
this is not fair, right? And same thing with you, like, it's not fair that you, you know, like you're there for your kids and yes, it's okay. They're 19, they should get upset. And, but it's, it's how we take this in because these are like little mini traumas, right? Like if you know that you upset your daughter, like that's the last thing you want to do, but this is, you are going to upset your daughter. Like this is, this is life. Like it's a daily basis of upsetting people because they have expectations too, that we can't always live up to. Okay. So what are your expectations of, uh, your son and your daughter? My expectations are just for them to, to do their best, um, to mm-hmm. live a life that makes them happy and whatever that entails for them, what path, you know, my daughter's in college, so I'm hoping that she'll do well and enjoy what she's studying and, and that leads her to a career that she'll enjoy. My son's not on that same path, but he's finding things that he is enjoying doing and taking a different approach to that, which is fine for me too. So I just want them to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the thing is like, they're going to have second and third careers probably, right? And I think this is another part of this is expectation of like, if I just get the point B, you know, but then there's a point C and then there's a C point, you know, and then D and then it just goes on and on. And there's never any end to this infinite game. And that's another part of our brains that have trouble with too, right? Like everybody's just happy. Well, no one is as just happy because eventually something bad happens and then they become unhappy. And then this game happens again. And then they, we forget about that and we move on. Okay. So that's question number three. And so now we've dug deep and we start to understand what's going on. Now we have to start coming out of it. And so what I like to talk about is kind of flying out of it. It's kind of that runway. We've got to pave this runway nice and smooth. So what are you grateful for um, about this situation? I'm grateful that I have them to be able to watch them grow and develop and when they feel like coming to me and sharing their successes, which they both have in the past week or so, they've both come to me with different things, like so excited, like, you know, I got really good grades or I found this job and I really like it. Those things to me are like, I'm very grateful that number one, they want to come to me and tell me what's happening in their lives. And two, that they have awesome things that are happening in their lives. Good. And what are you grateful for about yourself? I'm grateful that I get to be here to experience this, that I have an amazing family, that I get to do this podcast and meet amazing people and that I get to connect with so many different people of all kinds and doing this business. I I love every aspect of this. Good. That's awesome. Okay. So that's question number four. Question number five is what opportunities could come out? So this is pinging your brain. What we want to do is first internal. How can we focus your mindset to allow yourself to have some space, right? Like if it's a 10, this is taking up a lot of your energy. 
And what we want most situations to be is a five, like, you know, and, you know, maybe a three and, and sometimes down to a one, because it means, you know, as the, you know, mother bird, you're letting your kids fly free, right? Yeah. So, okay. So uh, opportunities internal first, how can you work on your mindset to be able to handle this a little bit better and not make it a 10, keep it at like a, you know, we want, you need to, we all worry about our kids. And if you stop worrying about our kids, you probably would cease being alive. Right. So, but how can we turn down the dial a little bit down to a five instead of at a 10? Well, I can realize that they're already seeing some successes in their lives. And obviously that means that they have direction and they, they're very strong people and I shouldn't worry because they've been able to handle a lot that life's thrown at them and they're handling it pretty well. And I need to trust that they, they're smart enough. They're talented enough. They have enough to figure things out. Yes. Anything else? That I just really need to trust. This is what I always tell my audience. Trust <laughs> that the universe is always protecting, watching over them, and that I don't need to worry. So you need to take your own advice on this one. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> How does that feel, saying that out loud? It feels better. It feels better. Even as I was talking about them and talking about the successes they've had, it was like an aha moment for me of you you just said that they're having successes and they've just texted you and said, Hey mom, I'm so proud this happened. Like stop stop being a helicopter mom, like (laughs) let it go. And that's one thing is don't stop just turn it down a little bit. Like you have to be you. And that's what I think is the hardest thing about, and what's important about this process is accepting who you are, but allow yourself the grace not to have to be at a 10, but be at a five or be at a four or whatever feels comfortable. Like, yeah, if, if your daughter is in in dire straits and you can help. Yeah, you need to be at a 10, right? You need to take action. You need to be focused. You can't be like, oh, well, maybe I'll go do this other thing for a little while. And, you know, no, you got to be focused. You got to get it done. But like right now, like she's probably fine. Like, you know, she's an adult. She can handle things. Okay, so this is good. I'm glad you've already had a little aha moment. Okay, so now mindset wise now the idea is what actions can you take to support this mindset part um so a little routine that you could build up uh, a little you know a way to remind yourself like um how you want to live in this world and how you want to stay at a five or whatever it is wherever you're you're feeling um and do that consistently what could you do I think that I could probably every morning maybe just express gratitude for being their mother 
and experiencing their lives, but also letting them be separate and facing things on their own. Basically yes. trusting more. <laughs> yes. Allowing them to be their own people. Yes. And how can you how can you remember to do that? I probably could create some little affirmations every morning that I could say, um, you know, I think a big part of the whole thing for, for me and probably for parents everywhere is we get this, this, I think, pressure from society that our children are a reflection of us when honestly that's not really true because they're their own people and they're on their own journey. And so what they choose to do with their life is their decision. And once they've reached adulthood, that's on them and that's their responsibility. And so we have to stop taking so much responsibility in what our children do, because at some point it's not on us anymore. It's when they grow up and they go out on their own. Yes, we can still guide them and still help them, but they're their own being. Yes. Yeah, they're their, it's their own journey. And we have to tell ourselves, you're doing enough. You're enough. You're enough. You're enough. I think that's really what it, it kind of comes down to is you did enough as a parent. Your children are enough. Um, let them be. Let them experience their own journey. And let them go with love and grace and allow them to experience what they need to experience in this life. I just felt, I just saw your shoulders just drop and this tension come off of you. Did, did I, did I read that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I love the idea of affirmation. Affirmations are very powerful. Now, how can you remember to say these affirmations? I make a habit of every day having a routine in the morning to get my day going. So just adding those to the daily, I already do things in the morning, say affirmations and do meditations and that. So just adding this as one more piece to remind myself like, hey, you know, thank you for always watching out for my children. I hand them over in love. Thank you for allowing me to have been a part of that process. But now they're yours. <laughs> <laughs> Or ours, right? Ours, they're still right, ours. Right. I still yeah. got them, but yes, the responsibility yeah. is less on okay. my shoulders right now and more on them taking on things themselves. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to read this back to you and just so you can hear what we discussed and then um, and we'll kind of talk about how you're feeling. Okay. So um, the... Uh, big part of what's been picking around your brain is uh, worrying about your kids and it's a 10 and why you love your kids um, you want them to be happy as a parent it's your job to protect them um, responsible for their safety and as i'm hearing you talk as we went on you're realizing no you're not responsible they're adults you're there to support them but you can't protect them against the world against everything that could happen right um, expectations, be there for your kids. Um, and as we dug into that in the middle of the night, there was a shooting. And so it kind of, uh, a little bit of trauma there and a little bit of probably, um, uh, you know, kind of beating yourself up over this issue and thinking, you know, and that's one of the things too, is realizing, 
we have these stories going in our heads of who we should be, how we ought to live, how we should be acting. And the reality is they're just stories. You know, we, we see other moms and dads and, you know, we think they have it together. No, they're just as messed up and confused and, and you know, uh, as we are. And so uh, when we stop then judging, you know, ourselves against other people and we just appreciate and be grateful for what we do have, it's so powerful. Um, and then um, you want your daughter, son and daughter to be their best and uh, have good careers. Uh, what you're grateful for, you have, uh, you were able to watch them um, grow and now you can uh, support them as adults. Um, uh, you want them to be successful. You're, you, they come to you for successes and um, you're glad that they share things with you. They have good grades or a new job. Um, you're grateful for this podcast and the people that you are able to talk with. Um, and then the last question was opportunities. And then um, you're already seeing successes uh, that they, that they're, that's happening for them. Um, they have directions. Um, they're trying different things. And that's what young adulthood is all about is trying different things and seeing what works for them and what doesn't um, having failures. Uh, and, you know, there'll probably be a lot of crying in the future. Right. But you can be there to support them. Um, they are strong. Um, and you said trust multiple times. And you, you're right. You have to have trust in yourself, them, the universe, God, um, uh, every morning. And so to work on this mindset and to because what's important here is it's so easy to fall back into that routine and let this get back up to a 10. How can we have routines that help us remind us that we if we keep this at a 10, we're shortening our lives. We're worried about something that we shouldn't be worried about. And if you're shortening your life, that's less time that you have on this earth with that. And so understanding that why of like, why you want to really do this and, and have this kind of uh, mental outlook and perspective is going to be really important to sticking with it. And I love the idea that you want to add it to an, a routine already. It's one of the best ways to build a habit. Like, if you're already exercising, you're going for a walk every day, and then you know uh, you then do push-ups when you get home, or um, you do yoga or whatever it is. Like when you add something routine, it's much easier to to actually do it. Um, and so you're gonna add that to affirmations. You're gonna add that affirmations to your routine. Um, how do you feel now? I feel much better. A lot lighter. Where is it? Good. And where are you at on a scale of, of one to 10? To five. Good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and so that's the dig the fly method. I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that's brilliant. And I love the journaling aspect of making yourself go within. It's what I do with a lot of my clients too. And it, it is so super helpful, but we always tend to forget, you know, that, there are tools out there to help you. And for most people, I don't think they even stop to consciously realize what's plaguing them all the time. You know, they're just like, this is the way it is. This is my life. This is what I'm doing. And so you don't realize how much energy you really are giving to the things that worry you in your life. Yes. Yeah. Cause we all have things pinging around our brain. I meditated this morning and man, it was just all about like my, my work and like, and I was in, 
it's just fascinating to be able to sit there and watch these thoughts just go crazy and then be grateful that I'm noticing it, right? Like that is the biggest part of all this is like you said, like we have to notice it. We've got to notice it. We got to feel it and we got to be okay with these because when we dig in, it can get a little bit hairy and a little bit uncomfortable, but then that's where the, what I like to say is inner diamonds. Like you bring out these, these things that we're worried about, you bring them to the surface and they, they're beautiful. Like they're still like, you know, complex and weird and, and hard for us sometimes to wrap our minds around, but they're beautiful in, in what they are. And when we do that and we pull them out, we have more energy because we're allowed, we're giving ourselves permission to put our focus in a different direction. Yeah, when we were going through the method and brought up the incidents of the shooting, like a lot of emotion came out from that. In fact, I felt like I didn't cry. I started to. <laughs> um, and had I not been on air, I probably would have. But it also, like, I even just felt the physically in my body. Like, I felt for a moment almost like physically, I felt a little dizzy and I could feel the the physical energy of the emotions that were coming up, like leaving my body, which yes. is an amazing thing. That's like the weight of everything is when that comes up, you know that you're healing at a really deep level. Yes. And we hold on to these things. We feel like if we let go or we hold on to them that we can control them when we can't. And this is, is perceived control just hurts us because we're, we're tense and we're, you know, keeping on to these things and using energy for them. When the reality is if we just allow life to come and go as it is, we're free. We're much more free and much more happier. Yeah. And a lot of the physical illnesses that we see in this world stem from deeply rooted emotional issues that haven't been dealt with. So I really feel like this method would be a great way for anyone who's holding on to things and not really even aware because I just told you that I was worried about my kids. That then unlocked something even deeper for me than that. It was a particular thing about my kids that I was holding on to and not really equating the two, really. Even though I knew that that incident had happened, not really directly relating the fact that I saw that as sort of like a failure of myself at, in my role as a mom. And being able to like go through and do that method allowed me to release that and, and say, okay, well, yeah, you messed up. Guess what? You're gonna mess up again, like it happens. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and it's it's hard. It's hard to, to do these mess ups, but we need to process them. We need to, you know, allow ourselves to feel them and to, you know, and think how how are we allowing this to affect other parts of our life? Yeah, exactly. And the, the self-forgiveness is a big piece. And <clears throat> I think that a lot of what we deal with sometimes is really comes back to that piece of forgiving ourselves, forgiving ourselves for messing up or forgiving ourselves for allowing ourselves to stay in relationships and jobs where we're not appreciated, not valued, where we're not happy. Um, it really, that's a hard thing I know with a lot of people that I work with, 
that's a big piece is that self-forgiveness piece because they hold on to so many uh, regrets about decisions they've made or things they do, which I think a lot of this comes down to. And I have to say, going through that, that method that you just used, I would never say to myself, I need to forgive myself. You know, I would never, if someone said to me, like, what are you holding on to? What do you, I, I would never come to that first. But when you went through that method, that's exactly what came up for me was that you need to forgive and let go of, of your need to have it together all the time. Cause that's the big thing for me too, is like, oh, you have to have, you know, you have to have all of your stuff, all of your ducks in a row and all of that. And, and the truth is, you never do all the time. It's just impossible, but you've got to forgive yourself for not being perfect guys. <laughs> Cause we, we are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> never I mean. will be. And yeah. 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 And it's tough. It, you know, life is tough and, and life is a struggle, but the more that we take times to, the process and uh, understand these struggles and not allow them to dictate our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Um, you know, we get to choose. We get to sit back in the captain's chair instead of letting our, you know, subconscious, you know, make all the decisions. And it's really a freeing feeling. It really is. I feel so much lighter uh, right now and better after having gone through that. So. First of all, thank you for taking me through your method so that we could show others, but it helped me a lot. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, sure, sure. And that's what I like doing about these. Like, you know, uh, I would say, you know, nine out of 10, it works. And then sometimes it doesn't like anything, like nothing's perfect, right? Um, but what I found is, you know, those nine out of 10, like it just, it lights me up inside. And I'm like, that's, you know, this is my life's work and I love doing them. And I think, that's kind of why I help people with their life's work. Cause I think I felt so trapped for so long. And I think uh, it's funny because a lot of the clients that uh, I have are trying to figure that out and trying to figure, do they start a business? Do they find a different career? And I think it starts with our struggles. What have we, what have we gone through? How have we overcome it? Come it? And then how can we teach others? And, and when we help people, through that struggle, that's when we all, all boats rise together because we're helping, you know, other people who have the issues and we're deepening our ability to understand more of ourselves in the process. I love that. Yes, that's perfect. I absolutely love that you're sharing that with everyone. So if there's someone out there listening who says, no, I want to try this method myself. So maybe they want to work with you or maybe they just want to follow you. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, uh, if they go to dig to fly, D-I-G-T-O fly.com. Um, and the idea is dig deep to fly high. Uh, but the, uh, but that, yeah, so they go there and then um, they can get the, I have a printable that has these questions that they can print out for themselves. Um, and then I suggest that they, they just go through it. They actually fill out the form because I think either you do this with somebody in person, that's the most powerful the second most is doing it on, so you can see it on paper. Um, and then the third is just kind of doing it in your head. Um, I, I find that works, but usually after, you know, quite a few sessions, because now I can do this in less than a minute and I feel better. 
but it took me a while to get there. And I think that's that you have to be able to, uh, you know, incorporate this process into yourself and then it gets easier and easier as you do it. Right. Yes. I love that. And, and that's like with anything, you know, the more you practice, the easier it comes to you, the better you get. So I highly recommend going and checking that out. That's awesome that you offer those questions that people can go through this. I will have the link to your website too in the show notes. If anyone forgets or you're driving right now, you don't have to worry about going to try to write this down. Simply click on the link and you can go right there. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom. I love that you're doing this to help people. I think this is an awesome method. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I really love doing it. I always like to ask our guests to leave our listeners with some words of wisdom. So if you have a little nugget of gold information that you could leave our listeners with, what would that be? I would say... The reflective process is so important to help process, to help slow down. We are going in such a faster and faster pace. Um, we can't keep up. Our brains can't keep up. Our bodies can't keep up. We need to be able to find times throughout the day to slow down. And that's what I would say. Um, set an alarm on your phone for, you know, for just two minutes and just kind of decompress, sit, sit back and check in with your body. You know, I wouldn't me, you know, even don't even start doing the dig to fly method, but just check in how you feel. And do you have any tension? Um, Cause that's to me is, is the number one signal is if you have tension in your body, shoulders, back, um, legs, head, people get headaches all the time because they're not processing stuff. They're trying to hold on to it. So if they can just check in, see if there's tension in their body, um, then it, it, it's, the, it's the first part of like starting to, to process that. All right. I love that. And I love everything you're doing. So thank you so much for putting your work out there and helping everyone that you're helping. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I had a blast. Yes, this is so much fun. We might have to have you back on and try something else to work through other things. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. I would love that. Well, thank you. And I want to thank all of you for listening today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share the podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. And if you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer, and you can book directly from my website. Or you can book a free discovery call with me. We can chat for free and figure out how I might be able to best serve you. Thank you guys so much. I hope you're having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.